Welcome to Rise Resolute. If you are open to being inspired by gritty women who have pushed through difficulties and finding motivation in the way we are all connected, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. It is my pleasure to have Morgan Putbreeze on the program today. She is a Crossroads adaptive coach. She's a student. She's an athlete. And she's also a CrossFit level one trainer. And she has some really awesome insight to share with us today, I'm sure. I'm excited to hear more about her journey. And so welcome, Morgan. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be a part of the podcast. Awesome. Um, fantastic. Well, if you would start off for us, Morgan, by giving the listeners a little background on who you are and where you came from. Okay. Yeah, I was um, born and raised in Denver, Colorado, and now I've lived in South Texas probably for about four years. I am a uh, EMT also just starting to step back from that while I'm going to school. So, but anywho, I'm an EMT down here and I found CrossFit through actually my EMS instructor and got into that, really embraced the whole fitness, had a big weight loss. And with my condition, the Kippel-Trinane syndrome, I um, get flare-ups throughout my life. And we found out as I got older and due to that weight gain I had, I had to, um, my syndrome had progressed. So with that, we had to begin starting treatments and surgeries every two months. And just it became a bigger part of my life. So I really dove into the fitness aspect, especially CrossFit specifically, and um, became an adaptive trainer. And it's just really changed my life this journey with this disability that has come back. That is awesome. Um, and maybe yeah. you can speak to this too, but I'm going to try to give a little bit of background here on the kippel trinane okay. syndrome. And just for the listeners who don't know what it is, it's a rare congenital medical condition um, in which the blood vessels or lymph vessels fail to form properly. Did I get it correct, Morgan? Yes. Yeah. And with that, um, there's people that have, it's like port wine stains. There's people that have all three. So they'll have lymphatic, they'll have port wine, they'll have Veracruz veins. And when you look on my Instagram feed, I mainly have the vascular malformation part with the, um, lymphatic side of things. So, and I have a lot of muscular involvement. So we're all like kind of coming in all different shapes and sizes, but across the board, it's just a rare disease that they're trying to figure out a cure for hopefully one day. So. Gotcha. Okay. Well, along those lines, as we kind of jump into the interview here, um, Uh I'm sure that that has presented many challenges for you and your life. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about maybe some of the struggles that you've been through around that diagnosis um, or just in general as you've journeyed through? Yeah, totally. Um, my journey with it's been a little um, rocky or like roller coaster, I'd say. I got diagnosed around three years old, so I've dealt with it all my life. But um, when I hit a teenage years, it kind of slowed down. I still was an athlete. I still played sports, things like that. I did ROTC, and I didn't really have any issues with it, but it was something I hid for many, many years. Like I just, it, I would remember going to the locker room early. I remember not telling people about it. It was just a birthmark. Like I never went into detail that it was actually like this big, rare congenital syndrome. So like I said earlier, when I moved to Texas, I had gained a lot of weight and I started having a lot of leg pain with it. So we followed up with doctors and they said, hey, like this is progress. This is what you got to do with this now to like further prolong your, your life, essentially. So that was a lot to take in. Yeah. And now with it. Yeah. 
And uh, now with it, the only people actually that are able to help with my specific case is the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. So I'm going from deep South Texas to Minnesota every two months. And I go and get surgeries there and just restarting. And that's kind of where the love for the athletics parts come, that it's just that constant rebuilding after recovering, too. Yeah. So that that's definitely been a challenge, and just and I think through that though, like I always tell my athletes to the acceptance part and the journey and fitness, it's in and out of the gym too. So I really have to try and push myself to walk the walk because I like I said I'm constantly restarting after every surgery and like and it's just a lifelong thing too. So that that's been the biggest challenge is the acceptance part. So yeah. with that though, yeah, Go <laughs> with ahead, that keep though, going. I did start to. Uh, like advocate about it a lot more on Instagram and things like that. Now that we're a social media age, so. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And that connection that you can build um, with people on social media is unreal. I mean, it really is so cool. I know that there are many things that are challenging about social media, but that is one of the benefits. So um, I really like the piece that you talked about, how you tried to hide it for so long. And, um, And I think that that is very relevant for many people you know, whatever struggle they're going through, be it some kind of physical issue or just a general struggle in their life that they're afraid to admit, you know, they're afraid to go out and be honest and be authentic about it because it can be scary and hard, you know? Um, and I, so I love that you, that you kind of walk us through how you came to that, that acceptance and realizing that it's important to accept yourself for who you are, to put it out there and to be unafraid to just restart as needed. Um, yeah, Definitely. Yeah, I like the I like how you tie in athletics and um, the the great process of rebuilding. I think that's really cool. And um, it really makes me think about, you know, the quotes around uh, it's never too late and, you know, keep going and all of those things. Um, I think it's a great example of that. Um, So, yeah, great stuff. So tell us a little bit, Morgan, do you feel like there was something already within you that enabled you to get through the challenge of this diagnosis and and the surgeries and everything that came after? Or do you feel like you had to work to develop that inner strength that you needed to get through? Um, actually, I'd love to like kind of reflecting on this. Um, my parents, they kind of raised me more stricter on uh, my mom's a nurse and my dad's in law enforcement. And with that, it was always raised like that. It's not necessarily what the world can give us. It's what we can give the world or like your story's bigger than you. And that's something that. my mom always yeah it's definitely it's been a rock for me to this journey my mom's always reminding me that too especially since I got re-diagnosed and dealt with this and I really use that in everyday life from like what I tell my athletes from just even going to school just that even when you meet somebody on the street you never really know what you can bring to the table for them or what the end goal is going to show um with this overall condition I kind of really reflected on that I always took it as you know that this my story is bigger than me or like my why is why I'm doing all this and that's really what's helped me a lot and it's a journey and I still struggle daily like with just accepting and knowing that this is what I got but I think that's my biggest thing is just you know you never know what we can bring for somebody else and and then that's why I like the fitness thing too I mean I see what an athlete can do one day doesn't mean that they're not going to be able to do it a week from now or a month from now or a year from now. And like, I always just try to kind of keep people 
focused on the the end goal, not so much the the in between. That's right. It and can get overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's that, my biggest thing. Ah, this is so true. I love this. This is perfect. Um, it's what we can give yeah. the world that we need to focus on. Yeah. And I totally believe that. And you're doing that by reaching out and lifting up others on your, you know, social media platform, but also, yeah, day to day as a coach, et cetera. And, you know, building people up and helping them to realize that they can be resilient and strong and, you know, achieve goals. I think that that is pretty awesome. Um, So we talked about your parents and um, were there other people along the way, Morgan, that you felt like were instrumental in you being able to survive these struggles? Do you remember something specific that someone might've said to you that you felt like was very powerful? Yeah, I would definitely say the owners of the gym that I actually currently work at and go to, they really pushed me just to improve inside, but they also saw that fight in me and they I mean they've been there every step of the way and there's never there's really nothing specific just that that love and that strength that they've showed me and keep giving me that push to keep that fire going. So those those two are definitely it's a couple that are, run the gym I work at and go to and yeah, they're definitely some of my rocks and just the community where I'm at I'm very blessed that I'm able to not only be a coach now, but also to give back to that community that kind of started me off in my fitness journey. Very cool. I love that. Yeah. And I I think it's so important to have people in our lives that do push us like that, you know, give us, give us that push and to keep our fire going, to keep us always hungry. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's really important. And in speaking of that, um, we haven't talked about a quote for your episode yet, and this is a perfect moment to tie it in. Um, a quote that Morgan actually, I I found it on her Instagram and, um, (laughs) I think it's really cool. And we were talking about it together. So the quote is this, my listeners stay grateful stay humble, stay hungry. Um, And I think this is a great time to bring it up because we're talking about how important it was for the owners of the gym to give you that, that fire to keep going, to stay hungry, um, you know, and also gave you the love and strength as well um, to kind of keep going, which I think is fantastic. Um, So take me back Morgan to, you know, when you were young and you had the diagnosis and you were navigating this craziness of trying to maybe hide what was going on with, you know, some Mm -hmm. of the markings on your leg, et cetera. Um, And as you kind of journey through as well was there anything that you wish you would have known at the time that would have helped you at that stage in your life and in that stage in your struggle and diagnosis I think I actually I like reflecting on this one a lot too because I have uh, several teenagers I've been able to kind of come in contact with through social media platform like we talked about and just that it's that stay humble and grateful that it's it's a part of your journey it's a part of your life and like we said everybody's got something that they hold on to and I know at 16 a, a blue leg and butt was the end of the world but I mean <laughs> now it's got me reaching out so yeah I think that's mainly the main thing is just stay grateful. I mean, for the bad days, the good days, everything in between, you never know later on how it's going to come a part of your story. Like I remember even tying it back to the gym where I could barely pick up a PVC pipe or squat and now I'm a fitness trainer. And then like I think about those days I would go hide in the bathroom early and and change before sports practice. So nobody saw my leg and now I'm posting it on international campaigns. (laughs) I I think this is all awesome. Yeah, I remember I used to ref- always call it my bad leg or my ugly leg. And now I'm just like, hey, my, my blue leg and I are changing the world. So <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And again, it just speaks to the um, the fact that in, within every struggle is a great opportunity, you know, yeah. and realizing that at the time is difficult. 
when you're going through, um, but eventually you realize the opportunity and yours is ongoing. So now you've realized it, you're, you know, you're still dealing with this and surgeries and ongoing complications or whatever, but you, you, you realize that what a great opportunity you have to connect and, and motivate other, others out there. And I think that that's super powerful. And Um, I think that's where the, the humbleness comes in. Cause I definitely like, I get nervous just like anybody else or, to do the recovery process over, but I always kind of take a step back and think of the good opportunities I have in my life and the blessings and knowing that even though it's a lifelong syndrome, what there's, there's good out of it. Like we talked about. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, awesome. So if there were any words of encouragement that you'd like to get out there for other women who may be going through a similar physical challenge or just a struggle in their life, what would they be? What words would you throw out for someone struggling right now, Morgan? I think it's not necessarily like a specific quote or anything, but something that really got me is I had to take a step back and be like, you know, this is what I've got. This is my life. What am I going to make out of this? Am I going to let it completely fold and take over or am I going to make good out of it? And that's something I try to relay on to really anybody that just whatever life gets you. I mean, you got the choice of does this take over or do you make good out of it? And I think even for women too, there's a lot of obstacles women have to conquer and things against us. And we just have to either defy them or roll with them. So I think that's so awesome. And it reminds me of another quote. And the quote is, um, tell me what it is you plan to do with your one wild and precious life. And it's so true, you know, I mean, whatever hand we're dealt, it's our choice, how we're going to how we're going to play it, you know, and we yeah. can choose to wallow and be sad and give in or we can choose to be bold and live big and, you know, do our best to go out there. And like you said, um, you know, find out what we can give the world. So very cool. Yeah. Well, I would love to give our listeners the opportunity to follow you. Yeah, awesome. Um, mainly my platform, I really used Instagram just because that's where I found a lot of the adaptive athletics. And there's so many adaptive athletes out there, too, that are just unsung heroes. But my username is Legs, not like Briggs, which is um, kind of a little shout out to a CrossFit Games athlete, her, Sam Briggs. Her username is Biceps Like Briggs. And since I blog about my, my fun leg, I put that. So I love that. <laughs> I didn't know where it came from. And that's like super fun to hear that. Very cool. All right, Morgan. And also, if you could tell us about um, the heroic gear that you're, I think you're, are you a model for them? Or tell us a little bit more about that, because I know our listeners might be interested in hearing more about that. Yeah, I have that actually on my page as well. Um, they're a local mom pa kind of company getting started here in Texas. It's um, a Border Patrol agent and his wife. And it's really neat. They uh, make real patriotic gear, just a statement gear, and kind of remind us all that our true values and uh, all their models are fitness trainers or just average Joe people who kind of stick out and show they actually are heroic, I guess is the best way to explain it. So really honored that they added me to their team and I'm excited to see that company grow as well. Very cool. And it looks like the website is heroicgear76.com. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. correct. So yeah. if anyone's interested in checking out that gear, um, it's pretty cool stuff. I mean, they have really motivational um, gear. And so check it out, listeners, um, and supports, uh, you know, a, a small yeah. company too. I th- always think yeah. that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it um, and sharing your words of wisdom. And you've been through so much. And I think that the positive outlook you have is really unique. And I think that it can motivate others to know that um, despite all kinds of limitations, you can still live an active and, you know, a brave and powerful life. Um, So 
thank you so much for sharing that, Morgan. And yeah. I'm going to leave our listeners just with one other piece, and it is this. Um, listen to Morgan, and don't forget to stay grateful, to stay humble, to stay hungry, and remembering that it's our privilege to figure out what we can give the world. So put your head down, keep your eyes forward. Connected, we can rise. <laughs>